Welcome to the Subconscious Coaching Podcast, a podcast where I talk about whatever I want because it's my podcast and not yours. Me going into like the safe space or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? Before I knew what was even happening, like when I was in, like before I think must have been like 22 and younger, I would, I would have blackouts. Mm. So I literally wouldn't remember time frames. Like mm. my when there'd be like three friends who were with me on like a trip somewhere and they'd be like, Don't you remember? Do you remember? Mm. And I'd be like, Absolutely not. Mm. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like as if like as if I spent the entire time in in 5D not knowing that's what I was doing. Well, yeah, it's like so some people with like severe childhood trauma mm-hmm. they create multiple personalities right and so they'll yeah. leave one personality and go into another one like when the trauma is happening and i think for you because you're just such a magical being you can like jump out of 3d and into 5d whenever you need to it's almost like a form of disassociation it no it is this is my the first therapists and of course i find these like it's like a team of therapists a husband and a wife and they're like energetic therapists. I found them in New York City. Yeah, work. Because I was like looking for a therapist when I was at the end of my my relationship with the partner that I had there. Mm-hmm. And I I thought, of course, right? I thought mm-hmm. we were going in for couples counseling mm-hmm. when really it was just, I was trying to figure out what was going on with mm-hmm. me. And I described that phenomenon to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I have like these random holes is what I was calling them black holes in my memory mm-hmm. and when they said oh you dissociate and I was like what is that because I had heard of multiple personality disorder and I didn't know what this association was mm-hmm. so I made a conscious choice mm-hmm. then when I heard it I was like it was like the first time I made the opening part of this agreement to stay mm, to stay here in the 3D in the 3D yeah And I said, it wasn't like, it wasn't that exact agreement that I had just recently made to stay in the 3D, but it was, I am now intentionally staying awake and paying attention Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. So then after that, it must have just like sunk so deep the way they said it and the way I agreed to do it, Mm -hmm. that after that, I don't have blackouts. Like it didn't happen after that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was like coming to that awareness of like, wait, why is that happening? And I was like, okay, I'm no longer. So from then on, right? So there's like my life is split into like <laughs> many different, many different time frames. But at this point, it was like sheer denial of what, you know what I mean? Of totally. the abundance that was there. Cause I'm not blacking out to people offering me things not like a blackout where I can't hear them and I go into a space where I literally can't remember it. I remember it, but really what was opened up was the, that receiving. You don't, you, you see it, but you don't see it. Yes. Like you're here for it, but you don't actually understand on an energetic level in the 3D on the emotional, right? Because the, yes. the emotions exist in the 3D. On the emotional level, you weren't understanding like, oh, I'm being offered a gift because I'm so loved and like, you know, right, like able to fully receive it. So it's like 
you know, blacking out is like the most intense form of denial, right? Yeah. It's like, you're not even going to know this happened. We're just like not even going to, right? And so it's like part of your healing journey has been step by step coming more and more into the 3D and more and more out of denial and more and more out of into this experience here of what's really happening. Oh yeah. And you know, we talked about this a little bit last night, but it's because one of your first experiences here was so traumatic. Oh yeah. You were like, oh, this place sucks, right? It's right. like a Japanese tourist who comes to America and they they don't understand how it works. Right. Here. Like they get food poisoning. They get food poisoning or they get mugged right. or they get, you know what I mean? Because right. they don't know the customs and the culture and they don't know how to like just operate and exist in this culture. And so you'd been, you'd have this kind of chronic low level feeling and sometimes kind of not low level feeling of just like, this sucks. Like I hate earth. I hate the 3d. (laughs) It's heavy. This is not cool. I'd rather be in 5d. Right. Um, and we healed a lot of that relationship with this realm. You know, what was good that you said to me because I didn't, I couldn't even hear the tone in Mm -hmm. the way that I said it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I've decided to stay yeah totally you're like yeah i finally made the agreement to you know like to just stay i was gonna you know like i've been thinking like my job transfer and you move to like yeah you're like either thinking of quitting the job or you're transferring you're like yeah i just had to say and i was like no 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 that's not the right energy honey because the thing about the 3d is so spirit is the is the realm of cause and matter is the cause of is the is the realm of effect. Right. So some people hustle, 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 and they try and do a lot here in the 3D to try and manifest in the 3D. And that works to some extent, but really like it's the spiritual stuff that's happening underneath all of the hustle that's what's creating their results. It's not actually anything they're doing. Mm-hmm. I always say that prayers are actions in motion. So this is why some people can do the same things, right? Other people can post four times a day and they won't sign a single client. Right. Right. It's, it's always happened what's happening spiritually. And it's, you know, when we're doing it ourselves, right. And we mm-hmm. see ourselves as singular and we feel like we're doing it alone and we're hustling, da, 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 da. We can get a little bit like a certain amount of results when we start to tap in and happen and let life happen through us. And this is what I see in all the hyper successful coaches mm-hmm. is it's like they're prolific because they're not even doing it. They're just sitting down and they're letting the posts right through them. They're like, hearing the posts come into their mind in the shower and then they're like jumping out of the shower and just trying to get it down as fast as they can they're not sitting down and pushing and grinding and like i'm gonna write a post what am i gonna write about right it's like it happens through them they just allow it because they're willing to receive right and again this whole receiving agreement goes into work because when we're not willing to receive then we have to earn and how do we earn by struggling and working hard and sitting down and like just grinding through it right mm. when you open your channel to receiving life becomes so easy because you can receive all of what life has to give you and this is like i think the most important thing for people to realize is life is always trying to support you mm-hmm. life is always trying to support you even with the unpleasant things Life is always trying to support you. And I always say it's like getting a shot at the doctor, right? Mm. So if you can imagine the experience you would have, if you thought the doctor was trying to kill you and poison you, you're like, you're going to inject me with a, you know, vaccines are such a hot topic right now, but let's, let's pretend we all agree with them. Um, <laughs> like the doctor was trying to inject you with a flu vaccine. If you thought that was poison or he's trying to make you sick, you would fight him. You'd be like punching him. You'd be screaming. They'd have to pin you down. And then he'd jab the needle into your arm. And how fucking much would that hurt? 
Right. right. As opposed to if you were like, you know what? I know you're here to help me life. So I'm just going to sit still, breathe in, breathe out. Oh, it was like a tiny mosquito bite. Great. And I'll never get sick. Amazing. Like that is literally the experience that is available to us in life. If we can begin to trust that it's always helping us. But when we don't have that trust, we fight it like you on the yacht. And you're like, where are we going? What's happening? No. And it's like, girl, we're taking you on a yacht. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> we're taking you on a yacht. We have your favorite food. We got your man. We got you a little dance party going on. It's Miami Music Week. It's right? Miami Music Week. We literally parked like right near one of the main stages. We got to hear. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. There are people in Miami Music Week. I wish I was on that yacht. Or 100 and you're like angry. Yeah. Right. But it's because you didn't feel safe. Yeah. And so, I mean, at a point, I, w- at a point I didn't like it, right? hate the yacht though. I, I, when I realized what was going on, then I was like, yeah. Oh my God. And I definitely cried. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just like, I think it surprises me. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see what happens when I get surprised next. Cause like now I'm like, okay, I'm like, bring it on. Let mm-hmm. me get my wedding dress receipt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it didn't feel like my money. It didn't feel like my party. It didn't feel you like receive my, it. yeah. You're like, this isn't mine. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's what's, I mean, that's what's so beautiful about this work is that it touches every area of your life, you know? Oh my God, every area of your life. And we haven't really talked about your, your body yet. But there's like a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that happened there too. And I mean, this is just what's so cool about this work. I mean, I just want to say something really fast before we start talking about your body, but it's, it's like your relationship to your body changes, your relationship to money changes, your intimate relationships change, like your relationship to work changes, your relationship to your friend changes, like literally anything you could possibly want to hire a coach for. (laughs) It's true. In one ceremony, like you'll have shifts and realizations and breakthroughs for it and it can feel effortless. Well, here's the difference, right? Because I want to, I want to make this clear because I've sat in many a ceremony, Mm -hmm. but everybody lets me go into the 5D space Mm because isn't that where you're supposed to go in ceremony? Mm -hmm. They're like, wow, you're doing so great. But I think, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. She talks to the aliens. She sees light codes. She yeah. she can see Egyptian hieroglyphics from the year 3075, whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? But because you hear heard me and you heard my intention. Mm-hmm. And I think because you know me. Yeah, because we've right? done we've done a couple of sessions. So I know already like where you need to be and where you need to go and sort of guide, you know what I mean? Because right. that's predictable for you. It's predictable that you will try and leave 3D. Yeah. because of your relationship to it. And so, so right. much of what we did was healing your relationship with with this life and this experience. And like so much of, you know, it was really fun ceremony. Like we it was, laughed. It, so it sounds like we just cried like in the bathroom and like, which we did a lot, <laughs> right? But, but it was like, but we laughed, we would laugh so hard. We were like, we were literally, I mean, do you remember when I was like, do you want to have fun? And I like put together the humidifier. Oh my God. We were laughing. So, I mean, it was just, it's fun and silly. And so part of what I see my goal as, right, yeah. is to just create a healing experience. And it's going to look different for everyone, right? But yours oh, yeah, was support. Totally. It was support and it was having fun in the 3D. And it was, you know, feeling safe around a man, someone to be with a male body. Yeah, and so true. 
all of the experiences that we kind of co-created together were were one of those three things. I was either showing you how 3D works and showing you how to make <laughs> you it fun. You were literally showing me how 3D works. Yeah, it was, was like it was like learning. <laughs> it was like learning how to plug in my phone to the Wi-Fi when I was visiting Japan, mm-hmm. but nobody was there to show me. Mm-hmm. So actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it was comfortable mm-hmm. because I'm used to being. Used my to, only support you're used to figuring it out yourself yes. because you can only trust yourself because you're like oh, i can't really rely on other support i can't receive right. it right yeah so it was like so you right. being in that state you had to you had to let me support you so much you didn't have to you chose to right yeah and that was True. one of the things we did a lot in the ceremony was i was asking like hey can i support you in this way hey and you know and it was like sometimes you were yeah most of the time you were yes pretty much every time and sometimes you were like no actually i don't you know but we created such a shift around your support and receiving and such a healing there. And that was like, it was those moments when I was like supporting you most deeply. And it was, could be simple, right? It could be like, I'm going to get a yoga mat and the pillows and I'm going to bring you all this stuff and I'm going to bring you some cherries and let me pour you a drink. And like, you know, like that really, I saw unlock something really deep in you. Yeah. And that was like when you had a lot of catharsis and you were crying and you're like, wait, you're my friend. You know what I mean? It was just like, you were able to suddenly receive things on a whole new level. It was, and it was like realizing you were my friend. And then I realized like Phil's my friend mm-hmm. who, and then I was like, wait a second. I've been in some amazing spaces with amazing people mm-hmm. who I now could call my friend. And like, just realizing Realizing that I hadn't realized the abundance in it. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the, all of these famous people have their poor, <laughs> unfortunate friend who they're friends with. And that's me. <laughs> yeah. That's me. It was really like, it was quite like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. I was really being shown a mirror. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like when I saw you supporting me. Then I think what happened was like, I realized I'm my friend. Then I realized, wait, that I'm someone. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was like, you know, you allowing me to support you yeah. was use is a way that you support yourself. Yes. When you don't allow other people to support you, that's actually you not supporting yourself. People think, no, I want to support myself. I want to support myself. Yeah. Part of how you support yourself is by letting yourself be supported. Yes. Oh, yes. So true. It's like us denying what's under the earth, right? That's here to help us. Totally. We're not, if we're, if we destroy it, we're literally not letting it support us. We're like, nope, we're denying that you are helpful mm-hmm. and you're not here to support us. Like mm-hmm. cutting down rainforests. Totally. Right. It's On like a very macro level, obviously. Exactly. But it's, it's, it's that whole thing. So, yeah, we did a lot of healing in that realm and there's been a lot of shifts and, you know, that's part of why I want to have this conversation now, like a, so people can hear us kind of integrate and like you're having further realizations in this conversation. And it's so important after ceremony to just talk. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Mm. I sat in many ceremonies, but the thing that would never happen was no one ever forced me to be, to be in the 3d. Mm-hmm. I had to choose it. First of all, number mm-hmm. one, I had to want to be in it. And before I even came to Asheville, I decided I'm going to integrate intentionally Mm -hmm. because 
even with a healing work that I do with my clients, which I'm so excited now, I'm like, oh, this is going to shift everything because like we do, you know, when you do that breath, it's activating similar hormones in the brain, chemicals in the brain. And if they don't integrate what it was that we were going through in that session, mm-hmm. the inner inner voice work, right? Mm-hmm. Then we go on just keeping it up here. It's like a bottleneck of information. It's like I read too many books, but I didn't do, I didn't apply. Yeah. For those of you who can't see her, she's saying up here and then she has her hands like cutting off her neck. So it's just like from the head up, from the, you know, yeah. it's all in the mind. It all stays. It doesn't become embodied. Right. Mm-hmm. So that like, I mean, even even you teaching me like to write, I it was almost like, I'd heard the words before, even like this, the phrases that I was saying and you were saying, like, I've heard it before. We've all heard it before. You've probably heard it in books that you've read. You know what I mean? Truths about life. Right. But for me to write it word by word slowly and like hear it again and hear it again and hear it again. In that state. Yeah. Is like you suddenly it sinks in on a whole other level and it just becomes truth. It's like we bypass because your brain becomes so malleable in that state. Yeah. Right. And there's some process that like, you know, science, like, you know, indigenous cultures have understood this for thousands of years, but because science, the science on this has been shut off for so long. Yeah. Right. And now we're just starting to tap in and be like, holy, oh my God, these are like, like miracle healing drugs for the human brain and neural system. And literally like, we've never had a way to really heal trauma. We've only had ways to manage it. Right. And now we're starting to see, oh my God, these contain compounds that help the brain stimulate neurogenesis, help to turn off the trauma pathways. And literally what happens is it kicks on the story, the studies that they've done. It's like it, it flips a switch in the brain and it turns on all of the neural pathways in the circuitry that die or um, what's the word, the atrophy during depression. Uh. It turns them back on. And it starts the generator again and they start firing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And it atrophies the depression pathways. So Mm -hmm. it's literally, and and what they're seeing is like people can have from one ceremony, they can see effects three months, six months, a year. One of the studies, they did a five-year checkup in cancer patients who were struggling with depression. And five years later, they were still doing better as opposed to taking a antidepressant medication that makes you feel foggy and that you know has all these side effects and affects you in all these different ways and don't get me wrong like i've been on antidepressants and they saved my life at certain points and like what we're beginning to realize is like you you there are ways to not just mask trauma mm-hmm. which is what the, what the antidepressant does there are actually ways to heal it yeah you know it's like going to the cause, going to the cause. It's like a bandaid, like a bunch of band-aids, right? Totally. I, I think of it like a cast on a leg, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you could, we could give you these crutches for your broken leg and you could walk through life with a broken leg for the rest of your life. Or we could put a cast on your leg and actually heal that broken bone. Right. And that's what the ceremony does is it heals the broken bones in the brain. Mm-hmm. And it has its own process. Here's the thing is it has its own intelligence. Right. So when you know how to tap into that, and because I've been working with it, and because I've been doing subconscious coaching for years now, blending the two modalities together, like this is what I'm discovering, is it's like it supercharges what the ceremonial medicine wants to do. Mm -hmm. Is it like 
really allows it to go through that process even faster because like, you know, I can see the blocks as they're coming up. Right. And when you, I see you going into the 5D or I see you wanting to disassociate, I'm like, Hey, no, 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 no. Come back here. Mm-hmm. Look at how beautiful this flower I have is. Oh yeah, that's right. Look at how beautiful <laughs> smell this. Isn't this gorgeous? We could only have this experience here. It's so beautiful to be here. This is a beautiful place, right? And we can wire that belief into your brain. Oh yeah. So that your brain doesn't want to anytime something quote unquote difficult comes up, right? And the difficult things for you are just the the moments in your life when you're not seeing that life is trying to support you or you're receiving more than you're ready for. Right. And so you're needing to shut it off because it doesn't feel safe to receive that much love. <laughs> right. And so oh being gosh. able to guide you through that yeah. gets us, you know, and, and so here's the thing, like the medicine is a medicine and it will heal you. But when you have it in the hands of an experienced practitioner who can also guide you through how to use it, you can get through like I know people who do these ceremonies like you know twice a month and I'm just like why do you even have to do it that much you know it's like like and who will do it that much for years on end right and it's like I just think that that we're finding I don't remember who said it but he's like once you hear the call hang up the phone like once you hear the message hang up the phone it's like this is a place where we can go Mm-hmm. but it's not the place that we're trying to stay. And some people can use these as a way to disassociate. Yes. I see that a lot with like people who, I have, I have to say like ayahuasca is really intense experience. Mm-hmm. So hearing about people who do that monthly mm-hmm. and I'm not judging it. I'm just saying like, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of work. It took me six months to integrate what I had done in one ayahuasca experience. So like, well, and that's the thing is like, part of what I do in my sessions is I do the integration work during the ceremony. Yes. We did so much integrating during the ceremony, because here's the thing is like, you can, you can travel everywhere and anywhere, but if it's not going to integrate, then there's really, it's like more like a joyride. It's not medicinal. It's more recreational. And listen, go have recreational with this stuff too. Like you can use it however you want it. I don't care. But in, in the context that I use it with my clients, I'm like, no, no, no. Like these are the specific topics that we're healing. And so it's like, we're going to take a step and then we're going to integrate it so that it stays with you when you leave ceremony. And then we're going to take a step and then we're going to integrate it. So I sprinkle in integration during the sessions. And I, you know, I had that notebook for you and you were writing and you were like, you know, we were working on it together. And then now you have like, and it might only be like maybe 20 sentences in a book, so good but it's like all of the keys that you need. You know, what's awesome about it. It was like, I think what was happening, because when you first handed me the notebook and I was trying to, I was trying to think I was, tr- so I was trying to use the software, which mm-hmm. we had been talking about the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. The 3D software, the human body, the, the brain, mm-hmm. like all of the things. It was like still like me trying to translate energy. Like it was like, there was like a, you know what I mean? So you were like, just put the pen to the paper Mm -hmm. and just let yourself draw. Mm -hmm. But that just gave me back access to the writing or like it brought me back into writing. It brought me back into 3D. Yeah. Cause I could see that you were, kind of not, I don't want to call it dissociating, but you were like 
how do I write what I'm seeing in the 5D? And I'm like, just put the pen on the paper. Like, what's the translation? What's yeah. this translation? So I was right. trying to think the translation and you're like, don't think. Yeah, I was like, think. just put the pen on the paper right. and start drawing a shape and it doesn't matter what comes out, right? And that brought you back into it. And then suddenly you had access and you started writing down, you know, what you needed to. Yeah, I think, and that's what's, that's what's been going on for a while. It's like, I can see energy and light and I haven't been open to receiving the translation which I believe that I actually know but Mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't been honoring words Mm -hmm. even though you know I studied in college yeah linguistics yeah so the study of words and language right and like just going so weird i have like feelings for words <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it's what actually makes us human we have words mm-hmm. and their words have so much power it's true <laughs> we didn't talk about this yet i was trying to get alexander to just energetic <laughs> you were like just say it telepathically she kept on being say it telepathically and we did it once or twice and she was like yeah i got it I was really happy when you saw that yeah. Egyptian. I was like, oh, good. We could just stay here. You know what I mean? It was comforting. Totally. Because she was like, I'm seeing the stairway. Like, and she was trying to describe it and she couldn't. And she was like, let me just show you. So we both closed our eyes and she showed me and I saw it. And then I translated it into words. And, yes. and you were able to be like, oh my God, you get it. Okay. Yeah. You saw the same thing I did. And that happened a couple of times. Right. Like, right also with the uh the, like the wood woman right and you saw me as the wood man and then i think you i don't know if you intentionally did this but you stopped doing it with me you wouldn't yeah. go there yeah i will no i remember because i got out of the spaceship yeah which is the papazon that we're currently in right now talking <laughs> um but we always start the ceremony in the spaceship and then i got out of the spaceship and then you kept being like i kept trying to talk to you and you kept like just going off and i'm like hey pay attention to what i'm saying and you kept going off and hey pay attention and you're like just tell me it's easier if you just and i realized i was like oh she doesn't know how to like you're getting all of these downloads for how things work here yes but you're getting them in a language that doesn't work here yes and i'm like there's something about the language i was like i need to teach her how to use the language that works here, how to use the remote that works here. Yes. That's what it so works. that she has access to using language in a way that can be powerful and, and manifest here and the power of declaration. I mean, it was the first ceremony that I spent in 3D. Mm-hmm. Every time I've sat for any ceremony, I'm always in the 5D, always, well, or you, higher or whatever right, dimension I'm in, right? Right. What do you think changed about your relationship with the 3D having spent a ceremony in the 3D? I got to like it. I mean, I got to like, ex- I got to actually experience it. Mm-hmm. I got to see, I got to relearn how to use my eyes. That's right. I remember we've been talking about this a lot. Oh yeah. And you saw it, you saw it happen. Yeah. Like, I was like, it was almost like, I don't know if it was the merging of it or like me going from one to the other, but like my brain wanting to be like, okay, it's we're here now because you saw it go like this, right? Yeah. So what she's doing is at a certain point in the ceremony. So when Jen goes into different dimensions, her eyes, like suddenly her focus leaves her eyes and they go uh, like up into the left, up into the left. 
So they'll go up and to the left and then I'll see the focus leave her eyes. And I know that she's like dancing with the gods. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> she's not here anymore. <laughs> and so I saw that happening and I kept bringing her back and bringing her back. And then kind of maybe an hour into the ceremony, you know, after we'd done that a couple of times, she started doing this thing where one of her eyes would do it's when it. we finally switched. It's when we switched perspectives, right? I yes. was like, Jen, I need you to switch perspectives right now. But like physically switch physically, the spots in the spaceship. Yeah, right? I need you to be seeing what I'm seeing and you need to see what I'm, what, right? We just need to switch perspectives. Right. Because I was realizing that like she couldn't get out of the perspective that she was in. Yes. Right? And so like a lot of this sounds very meta, but it's like you can do one thing like that. Like you can physically do a symbolic gesture. Like we're going to switch your viewpoint. Yes. I'm going to turn you around. Let's turn around. Yes. And it literally mentally will turn the person around. It will literally switch their perspective. Right. So also kind of knowing that, that we can use this language of symbology in ceremony and it will actually affect the brain on a deep, deep level. I was like, we need to switch perspectives. So we switched perspectives. And then you started one, I've never seen anybody do this before. One, I would stare straight at me. And one eye would start looking up into the left. It's like a chameleon. You know how their eyes can move independently? I was like, oh, is it supposed to do that? Did, did you break? What happened? Well, he was like, do you know that you can do this? Yeah, that's what I asked. I was like, did you know that you can do that? And you're like, no. But what was happening is she was simultaneously able to be accessing vision through her eyes in 3D and 5D at the same time. She didn't have to leave the 3D yes. to access the 5D. That's what it was. That's what it was. And there was an integration that happened there of you as a 3D being and a 5D being. Right. Right. And you were able to experience yourself as both at once, which is a lot of the work I do is identity integration work. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to either be a human or be this incredible spiritual being. You can be both and they're actually the one and the same. Yes. That's what it was. I, I, as soon as we switched perspectives, because you were trying to, you, I remember you telling me in many different ways. Mm -hmm. So, right. We both have this appreciation for beauty. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, you want to see, like you were saying, like, it's beautiful over here. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I saw it, then I wanted to see all of the different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Remember? Cause then we like, then we were on the floor. Then we were in the, like, that's when we started really moving around the room. And totally. I was like, this angle is beautiful. This angle is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Before you really didn't want to get out of the spaceship. I did not. It was safe in the spaceship. You were like, I'm safe <laughs> here in the spaceship. And part of the work was like, no, you're safe everywhere. Everywhere you go is beautiful here in this realm, yes. in the 3D. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I remember and see, oh, look at the rainbow. Yes. <laughs> um, one of the things I was remembering and now immediately forgetting as soon as I said, I remembered it. Uh, it'll come back to me. We're talking about everything is beautiful here in the 3D. Right. I don't know. That's okay. It'll come back when it's ready. Oh, I I loved the realization that I could just close my eyes and not go directly to 5D when my eyes were closed. Right. You're like, whoa, I can stay here. And just have and them just, closed. And just, it's just dark. <laughs> right? Which is interesting because the coach that we both work with is always telling us about rest and how important it is um, to rest and take naps. And it's like, when you're a spiritual being, like that idea of rest doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because you're like, just that there's a polarity 
with rest and work and activity that doesn't really exist in the spiritual realm. It's all just like kind of oneness and just like, you know, like rest from what? Like, you know, right. But this technology that we have needs rest. And if we're always plugged in hardcore to the spiritual high voltage stuff, like it can be a lot on our circuitry. So we need to rest our bodies yes, and rest this technology that we've been given from time to time. Otherwise we wear it out flowing all of that spiritual current through this circuitry. And that's the other thing. Oh, this I really want to talk to people who are listening, right? <laughs> is that this work is not about getting as far as possible, as fast as possible, right? Like you really have to be intentional because you can, one of the things I found out when I started doing this work with myself was I programmed a belief into myself that I could get paid $5,000 an hour and it immediately started happening and it fried the shit out of me. Like it was so overwhelming, Mm -hmm. that upgrade Mm-hmm. of where my money consciousness was, which in my coaching business before that, I had been making like, like very, I had just recently started making like a little bit of money in my coaching business. But then before that, I was having three figure months. So to go from three figure months, like a month ago to suddenly 5,000, multiple five figure hours was like frying on my system. It was such an intense energetic upgrade Mm -hmm. that I literally felt like I was on a rocket ship or like on a horse that was galloping full speed ahead. And I was holding on for dear life because it was all happening around me because now that's where my belief was. Mm -hmm. And wherever your beliefs are, your life goes. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to get from point A to point B, if you're going to go like 10,000 miles Mm -hmm. in one week, well, no, hold on. If you're going to go 10,000 miles in like one hour, you have to be on a spaceship. Right. So you have to be careful. And and so I'm also very careful with people as I'm working with them is I'm like, the point is not to go as far as possible because that makes it very jerky. The point is to see the next safe step Mm -hmm. for people and to put in the right planks. Because here's the thing. So many planks had to be put in around that new belief. Right. I had to have so many new beliefs come in that so much stuff had to happen in that time. I had to learn so many lessons so fast, super quickly. It was like every day I was waking up and I was learning like 30 lessons before breakfast Mm -hmm. because my new belief was that I'm going to do this. And so it was like, it created almost like this, um, this like slingshot effect that was Mm -hmm. really fucking intense. And so it's like, we get to do this gently and easily. And that's really what I'm focused on with people. That's the thing that I really, I remember you saying it too. You were like, you have to go, you have to go slow in the 3D Mm -hmm. to me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I think my brain was like, oh, I get to go slow in the 3D. Yeah. So like even reading like the past, like what I, I was reading like a website last night. I've just noticed you read so slowly now. I but you absorb it right on a deep like you you read something and then it's like you know it. Yes. Ever since ceremony in the past two days because we had ceremony on Friday right and then all Saturday we spent integrating and spending time together and we went to this beautiful Thai restaurant and um, oh my god like even reading the menu now that I'm thinking about it because usually mm-hmm. remember because you're like we have to close the menu for them to come in. Yeah. But usually I like look, I know, and then it's done. Mm -hmm. And I think I was literally reading the ingredients to the dishes that I've seen a bajillion times. But I'm like, what is in here? It's like this whole new, it's just new. Like I, I like. 
the whole 3D is new. Well, because this is the other thing you were saying is your old experience of the 3D was like, you're like, I don't know if I've ever seen the 3D. It's so solid now. Yes, that's what I was saying. I was like, instead of experiencing gravity as the thing that's weighing me down, why is gravity making my body heavy? Why is this planet so heavy? Why is this experience so heavy? And like, there would be moments of lightness. I'm like, I'm a ha- very happy human being. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But yeah. like, in experiencing like the 3D in this way, like the vibration of things has, I can see that the table is not being crushed by gravity, mm-hmm. but it's accepting the support of the floor mm-hmm. and gravity is like aiding it in it. And mm-hmm. so the table is like solid. Like I don't, I mean, this is so, it sounds obvious and it sounds, well, can it sounds I, crazy. Can I tell you yeah. what's happening on, on a subconscious belief level, right? Because yeah. everything's a projection right. in the 3D. So you didn't want to be here. You weren't giving your consent fully. Right. Right. Enthusiastic consent, yeah. right? I'm you were like, begrudging consent. You were like, yes, <laughs> fine. I guess we can do it tonight. Uh, I guess, well, you know, I guess I'll go to earth, right? <laughs> Now that you're giving enthusiastic consent, you can suddenly see everything on earth. Like, look at these plants behind you. They oh, have yeah. enthusiastic, like... Oh, she's so enthusiastic. I wish right you could now. see this plant. It's so beautiful. My humidifier's been on it. And so it's like shiny. It's a beautiful um, banana leaf palm. Oh my God, and it's sprouting new leaves. Oh my God, look at it. It's having little babies. It's having little babies. Super enthusiastic, right? You're starting to see the whole world around you as consent is consenting to this yes. like that thing is yes. consenting to being supported but you couldn't consent to the support of life right and being here and the the ways that 3d is is supporting you and so you saw everything around you as being like held back or heavy the support of gravity you were seeing it as this negative force right you know what it was too because i think i said this to you when I was before ceremony, when I was thinking about my clients and my program and like something that my, um, my inner voice had said was like, I translate, I'm supposed to like help people go to the 5d. Mm -hmm. But really what I think what's actually happening is this, this process, like, Mm -hmm. cause all of my clients get there quickly. Mm -hmm. So what I know is that they just have the modality, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever the modality is that I'm using. They probably just need the affirmation. That they're actually... That like, yes, what you're seeing is real. And yes, all these experiences are real. And you know. So like, then I'm like, oh, wait a second. It's not that I have to like help my clients stay in the 5D. I have to do this. What what you helped me do. Mm -hmm. You have to teach them how to 3D. Yes. Because it's like that remote that you have up there doesn't work down here. Right. You got to learn the remote. You got to learn how they do it in America. It's not like it is in Japan. It's so funny that we're using remotes because like, so neither you nor I have a TV in our house. Mm -hmm. Right. But you have a shit ton of remotes. Totally. I have no remotes and no TV. And whenever I go to a friend's house who has a TV, who hands me the remote to turn on the TV it is like this dumbfounded feeling of like, what is this? Why are there more than, you know, 10 buttons on it? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Like the last time I had a TV was when you couldn't do all that fancy stuff on a TV. Right. I remember as a child, I, because I was the youngest in my family by a lot, I was like the little bitch boy. 
And my family would make me, they'd be like, change the channel because my dad didn't like to watch commercials. So we only had seven channels because we didn't have cable, but you literally had to go to the TV and change the channel on the TV. Uh, and maybe it's just because we had lost the remote. There probably was one and we lost it. My dad didn't want to buy a new one. So but it was like 30 times a night. You'd be like, change the channel. Okay, now change it back. Like I would like get up and, and change the channel. <laughs> but the 16 keys of the subconscious mind is a silver horizon where ancient technologies of ritual meet the future potentials of neuroscience. It's a program that's designed by your own subconscious mind the only force in the universe intelligent enough to unlock itself. If you're a life coach craving to experience the upper threshold of true transformation, the 16 keys is where dozens of my clients have generated the most profound breakthroughs of their lives. This is not workbooks or arithmetic. This is powerful spiritual transformation. If you're ready to unlock the full potential of your mind, Go to at the subconscious brand on Instagram and click the link in my bio. The application for the October round goes out in July. And if you want an invitation, you need to get on this list today. I'll see you there.